Hi everyone, welcome back to Am I Enough podcast. This episode is our season finale all about the modeling industry and we're going to be discussing whether we would recommend the modeling industry. Um, before we dive in, for anyone who's seeing on YouTube, you will realize that I'm in a different location. I'm actually in Miami at the moment. So excuse my change of background. But yes, here we go, Alex. Would we recommend, would you recommend the modeling industry? I 100% would with a caveat, with a pretty big caveat that I did not have in mind during. <laughs> I put all my eggs in the modeling basket. And in my mind, it was the only thing I did. It was the only thing I was going to succeed in. I was all in. And I found that the girls that were most successful in modeling were the ones that were using their jobs, their connections to like level up and find something that was perhaps more consistent within the fashion modeling industry or the fashion industry in general. Um, like the ones that were able to sort of take a certain job that they were loving and a team that they were working with and like create it into something more consistent and stable. Because like we've mentioned before, the modeling industry has a time limit. You know, there's an age where, you know, you're not really seen as a model anymore and you might have really difficulty getting signed or staying signed. So I would 100% recommend it. I think it is wild it is fun it can open doors you never know where it might lead but just have in the back of your mind that like it isn't forever and sort of similar to like um you know an athlete out there like a professional athlete is usually trying to get their hands in tv and film and business and owning a tequila company something else <laughs> because they know like if they get injured or when they hit a certain age like their peak is only going to be for so long so 100% recommend it with that caveat in mind. What do you think? I hear you. I think a couple of different kind of things kind of came into my mind with that. So I would recommend it on the terms that you have done research and, and this is really hard, but you've done research and you have an idea of what you're getting into. Um, when I say research, I mean, you could speak to a friend or you could watch YouTube videos about modelings, like models and their experiences. Like just get a little bit of information before you start diving in. I also think I'd recommend it on the terms that you're a little bit older. I think um, I know a lot of friends who are, and I was first scouted, as you guys know, I've mentioned this in a pre previous episode when I was 13. It's just too young. Like no one should be working age 13. And thankfully like my mum was a model she advised me firstly I was too young and also just like so the first thing she said to me was like it's totally down to you but you wait until you're in a place where you feel secure enough within yourself because this is potentially what you're going to be faced with now I was fortunate enough to have a mum who could tell me that so putting myself in the position if I didn't have that dude yeah I would say like it's different for every person, but I was ready age 16. Um, and another thing that actually like was really interesting, Alex, when you were speaking, I think the modeling industry is so fluid. It changes, it changes all the time. Like I remember when I first started, it was still like the look of what people wanted, like the designers and stuff was like super high fashion. And then it changed into, and when I say high fashion, I mean, almost kind of like weird, beautiful looking. Um, like slightly alien looking and then it went into tattooed models and it was like for years it was only tattooed and then it was like twins that was another thing we went through a twin phase and that's actually coming back now uh, I don't know I think it was Gucci did a whole show all all about twins two of my friends were actually in it but you know what's in now though Alex is older models and I mean women in their like 50s so I it love was that 
it was really interesting when you were saying because I would normally say absolutely guys like when when you work as a model they want you young you do have an age cap like don't see it as your forever more but I'm seeing now more and more women in their like 40s 50s 60s and they're doing really well they're the ones I've who seen that like with the long white hair and yeah it's great they're vibe. all gray Mm-hmm. And and it's all about like the anti-aging and like I think we're going into the time of also like people wanting to see what's more natural like that mm-hmm. we do naturally age you know like let's mm-hmm. not have twenty year olds doing like anti-wrinkle skincare it's like it's not realistic right. you know so right. so I think it's also about like following the times you know it's like the the industry is constantly shifting so. There was there was a stage where like pink haired models were super super in and it was for, mm-hmm. in London at least and it was like a year or two years and I missed that phase sad times for me but, <laughs> but it's also like going with what's go like kind of happening in the industry like my sister had to change her hair a couple of times in order for her to get more jobs like it's all about research I think that's kind of right. what comes up for me it's like yeah look at what's popular right now yeah and I also think it's hard to predict because like you said it's always evolving and always changing what they need and want so it's like if you're able to do you because okay let's say you observed the tattooed model phase and then you went and got all these tats that maybe wouldn't have gotten otherwise and then the phase is over so it's also about like following your own style and your own expression because if it's truly you and you look um like you just look like you then that will most likely resonate at some 100%. point down the line. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm definitely, for anyone listening, I'm not saying just because the tattooed phase is in, <laughs> go and get loads of tattoos. Like, no, not at all. Because the reason, you're so right, Alex, is like the reason why the tattoo phase was a phase was probably because one guy had all of these tattoos because that's was him, you know, that was mm-hmm. him. And they were like, this is so cool. Like, we should make a thing out of this. And then there were more and more tattooed people who were naturally that vibe. So, exactly. No, it's, it's not about like permanently changing yourself, but I think to be in an industry, you know, like in, in entertainment, you know, in acting, in, in music, in modeling, you know, actors have to change their look all the time and it's to mm-hmm. keep up with what's happening. So I'm not saying, you know, go and change your identity, but I think be aware of like, if you want to make it strong in this, in, in the industry, just be mindful of like, I don't know, like it might be blonde girls and you meet, but it might be a dirty blonde, like maybe just a, be a tiny bit more blonde and you might, and that's not a permanent, permanent decision. That's just something which might really elevate your career. Like, I, I don't know, but I think, yeah. I think that's in a good point. To like, yeah. Being willing to change with the times or being willing to be open to having maybe a more intense look in some way. Cause I think we had spoken earlier about how in the beginning of my modeling career, my agents were really hardcore on that. I could not dye my hair and I could not cut mm-hmm. it unless it was approved. And I really looked there's no other better way of saying it plain. Like I look basic and they were wanting me to do well. that in hopes that mm-hmm. I could be maybe more accepted into more jobs and just be able to make the agency more money. But, but I think the girls that were most successful were the ones that were able to be like, mm, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to chop off my hair. Or I'm going to do these weird really, bangs. Or I'm going to do these weird colors. Yeah. Because they stood That's out. That's interesting. Yeah. But dude, I did that route and mm. it did not work for me. I did that route. <sighs> 
I did it's the such trial of, like, and error. I'm I'm gonna go to castings like wearing like full leather. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do like pluck my eyebrows. I'm gonna wear makeup. I'm gonna do like I was still I wasn't I wasn't tattooed. I think I had one tattoo at the time. It was tiny, mm-hmm. and I was like balayage like blonde hair Mm -hmm. but super natural looking you know but i still do like had my look and my agency did not like it and it meant that if your agency this is i mean i don't want to go too much into this because we've spoken about it but if you and your agency aren't on the same vision and plan they're just not going to push you like they're not going to put you in the sit yeah Yeah, so it was like dude i did that and it did not work for me and i think this was another thing like in regards to like recommending it like as a true creative i mean like with my look and how expressive i am i actually found modeling for me a lot of the time was like a cap on my personality Mm. and in regards to recommending modeling in that shape like i always had a vision with my modeling career like i was going to do it for a couple of years get the experience make money put it towards my music career like i always knew my intention was like music is my goal like music is my love but I also really wanted to explore modeling. So I think if you're a creative and you know that your dream is elsewhere, but you want to experience modeling or you want to make like money doing it, it doesn't matter what industry you want to go in. Just be, and just be mindful that it might cap you on certain, like certain things that you want to do because it did for me, dude, like it it very much did. And I found that hard. That Mm -hmm. was hard for me, but again like if you have an intention it's all worth it dude it's like you, you don't see it as a permanent long-term decision right you're like I think no i'm making money and i'm enjoying it yeah uh-huh. so it's like if, exactly if you if your goal is to be a model full-time then dude that's your intention like you go mm-hmm. for it but mm-hmm. if your intentions are elsewhere and you want to do it for experience and money and contacts or whatever it makes the rejection and all of that stuff a little less of a blow because right. your dream and your goal isn't that it's your it's right. not your number one and i think that helped me as much mm-hmm. as the rejection and all that was really hard i also knew i was like but like my dream is music yeah and yeah. i think there's a time and place for it like i feel like in your 20s why not like especially in early 20s Dude, 100%. It is so much fun. And I wouldn't take those experiences back for anything, even with, like you mentioned, all the blows that we had to endure. I wouldn't take it back for anything because it was epic. I mean, it shaped me. I I can't even imagine, like the amount of people that I've met, apologies for the ambulance again, (laughs) still in New York. New York life. Still in New York. It happens. (laughs) It'll pass as it always does. Wait, can Um, I interrupt you quickly? So I saw Alex in person recently and I was saying to Alex, I was like, is your window open when these noises are going on? And you're like, no, full shot window. I'm like, full shot pillows by the window. Everything. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm on 57th street. So if you know, you know, leading up to the bridge, it's just, it's a thing. It's just a thing. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, sorry. So carry on. All good. Um, yeah. So so going back to if we would recommend it, it's really interesting that even though we had two parts, part one and part two, about like all the shit show things of modeling that were so difficult, we're both like, yeah, hell yeah. Like it's a hard yes that I would recommend with the caveats of just kind of, of like, course. be smart about it, know what you're getting into, you know, stay away from like the sketchiness if possible, like have your strong support system and then go have fun. Like knowing that it, it is short term and that like maybe not until you have gray hair in your 60s will you be able to come back again. Like there's this large 
gap and Who hopefully knows, in the future that changes right yeah female representation but but yeah in terms of like being full on long term it's tough you know what dude sorry sorry to interrupt you this one this one's like a this one's also an interesting one and i think you have to be really real with yourself i look at my sister too she's 28 the mm-hmm. girl looks age 18 mm-hmm. like she has the ability and the face and the skin to probably model dude into her 30s 40s 50s 60s yeah like and that's just me being real you know that's like she has that face now not all of us do it's actually quite rare that you have a face that literally you look like a a teenager like forevermore (laughs) it's amazing it's such a blessing so i think you also need to be real with yourself it's like you know if you do think like you look at your genetics and this is it's going to sound awful but i and i feel like i need to be real if you look at your genetics and you know that you know you might start aging a little earlier dude bash out the modeling earlier like you need to you need to be realistic but there are some people who do they can model well into their 30s and 40s yeah like, yeah it's being you real know what's crazy with yourself it's like emotionally i hit a point where i was like i can't do this anymore like i just like yeah. age wise maturity wise like i kind of i can't do the model housing and like i can't do yeah. this like bs back and forth with the agents that like aren't repping you properly like you at some point i felt like i knew too much and so you're right like sometimes physically you can get away with it you might have to lie about your age on a piece of paper and then whatever yeah. as long as you look young like no one really cares but yeah it is interesting how I feel like it's a young person's game emotionally. You're right. Because it takes so much. It takes so much of you. Age, age, like, like even when you start getting into your kind of early 20s, like for me, definitely mid-20s, you're like, I'm not putting up with this bullshit anymore. Like, I'm not going to wait for three hours outside in the rain for this casting. Mm -hmm. Like, I -hmm. I actually can't be asked, to be quite honest. In, like, the dusty stairwells. Yeah, Yeah, some people might say it's lazy, but, dude... I'm past Mm -hmm. that stage. Like I'm Mm -hmm. past that stage. As you said, like being in your thirties, living in a model apartment, like it's not the thing. Like I don't, I I don't want that. Some people may want that. Like, I think if you start modeling way later, you, you know, nothing other than it. So you're, it's like fresh and exciting. But if you're Mm -hmm. doing that for a solid 10, 15 years, yeah, you're over it too. Like, but then, but then again, like you have some, you have very successful models you know, we're, we're mainly speaking about up and coming models here, but you have very successful right. models, dude, and they have their own house, they have hotels, they have everything, you know, right. like they don't need to worry about any of that. I think if you've but, hit a certain point of success in the industry by your mid twenties, it's a different lifestyle. You don't have to do with the, no. like we're talking about the up and coming. Private you don't jets. have to do with them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's different. <laughs> you can have a kid and they're still going to hire you. Like that's yeah. a different level of luxury. And I like that this season has been so focused on the working models like the names that you don't know but the Mm -hmm. girls that are working their asses off because i feel like that's such an under represents under spoken about and it's a large group of women that's most of us like most most of the models is uh are not on the campaigns or our names aren't in the magazines you know so no you're Mm -hmm. so so right and i think Mm -hmm. that's so important and i hope that for anyone who is listening you know that we've been able to say things that resonate with you and 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 i also think yeah if we haven't like please like you know dm us on our instagram which is am i enough podcast we've got twitter facebook youtube all of them like we read your comments so please please 
yeah, like ask us and we can do another episode or we'll like speak more about it. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, no, I think it's so important, dude, to to speak for the people who maybe don't feel like they have a voice to right. speak about it. You know, right. and I think we're in a really fortunate situation. And I think we've, I think I've mentioned this previously in the season, like we don't actively model anymore, dude. So we don't feel like if we speak up about certain mm -hmm. things that have happened that we, we're not going to get like the absolute instant backlash. You know, it's like, I, I would be scared saying a lot of the things that I've said during the season, if I was a still like still assigned model, I'd be like, totally, you know, am I like shooting myself in the foot right here? Yeah, like we wouldn't have been able know, to, do am it. I, no, mm -hmm. I don't think so. So I think mm -hmm. for anyone who is signed as well, like we're not telling you to go and be like, fuck the modeling industry, you know, fuck <laughs> no. the agency. Like, you know, be, you still have to be intelligent. We're just speaking from our points of view and our, and our experiences. But yeah, no, the modeling world, dude, is tough. Like, I'd recommend it, but it's... It, look, I want to say this. I want to speak for myself and a lot of people I know. I'm not speaking for everyone, but a lot of people I know. Do I think the modeling industry will make you happy? Probably not. And I don't mean to be pessimistic or put a downer on things, but you might enjoy it. You might have fun, but is it going to be something which brings you pure joy? joy and happiness i don't think so i think it's too fake of an industry to do so or when i say happiness i mean long-lasting happiness you could be really happy about a campaign and six months later or three months later you have no money you need more money that's not happiness that's like instant gratification i'm saying happiness dude like i don't think entertainment really can bring happiness i think you have to find it elsewhere i think you completely nailed it i think you completely nailed it because when we were talking about late teens, early 20s, and how that's so the vibe and like go for it and have fun modeling and whatever, when, at least for me, when I'm that, when I was that age, I cared about short term happiness. I cared about like, mm -hmm. oh my God, how cool it's gonna be to be on that runway. And then it's just like fun. But then when you're, at least for me, when I hit mid 20s and definitely late 20s and now early 30s, what I care most about is like sustainable long-term mm -hmm. happiness. Like that is what I'm actively cultivating in my life and bringing into my life, especially with my work and friendships and relationships and all the things combined because, and that is a thing that modeling at least was not able to bring me. Um, but you know, there are those select few that then they become names and then maybe that is long-term happiness and, and you know, like wealth for their know, family. Though, dude. I, mean, I know I because they, they always have something some extra too. I know. Dude, I think it brings them stability financially. And I think they yes. really enjoy a lot of things. I mean, this is a projection because I, I am not them. But do I think like, dude, I look at like the best jobs that I did. And let's say I was booking mm -hmm. them all the time modeling. Dude, it's still a roller coaster. It's like you book the Gucci campaign. Yeah. Then you haven't got anything for a month. Or these guys might not have a campaign come out for two weeks. These are the biggest models mm -hmm. in the world. They'll still dip, dude, within the two weeks until they get it again, unless right. they find happiness elsewhere. And I, when I say elsewhere, I actually mean to get very spiritual quickly. You have to be happy within yourself. Like you cannot in, be in any any industry and put your happiness based on that industry. Um, I think that's just like a very important thing of like, if you're entering into the modeling industry, please don't assume that that's going to be the thing that's going to make you happy. Like you're going to be happy. You have to be happy regardless of whether you're booking campaigns or not. Yeah. Yeah. You had a, you yeah, had a lorry I, go past. I did. You had a lorry. You heard <laughs> mute myself. I did. Yeah. Sometimes if there's a large truck coming by, I know just mute it. 
Like, let me save these people's <laughs> delicate ears yes. that aren't used to this noise. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's funny. I had um, a tennis lesson yesterday, and my tennis coach and I, because he's in the entertainment industry, sometimes we have these little powwows of, like, how's our work going that week or that month or whatever. And our sort of, like, recap of last night's conversation was not putting all of our eggs in one basket, in any basket. Mm. In, like, that one job for your career and that one relationship and that one, like, and that's a thing I think I'm continuously learning over and over every year. Because um, I tend too. to go all in. And mm-hmm. sometimes just, like, have many baskets. <laughs> and that is such a thing with modeling. I went all in. And then it didn't give me what I think I was searching for for emotionally. I think most models do. Mm-hmm. I think most models do we that. We go all in. I mean, it also kind of requires that. I would also say, like, I don't even think you have the shot of becoming one of those girls that we're talking about, like all the names and all the magazine covers that we see every single day, like, unless you go all in. So I don't regret going all in, but it did teach me at some point of like, okay, she's going to need to pivot and she's going to need to like focus on other things to bring her long-term happiness because like the ups and downs just weren't doing it. And one thing I thought of while we were speaking was this is when I realized like, oh, I might want to pivot was, you know, the night before, you know, at night we get an email from our agency that says our schedule for the next day. And sometimes I'd get it at like 10 PM and that used to really excite me in my early twenties. I was like, Ooh, what's tomorrow going to bring it? Every day is different. I get to go to a new neighborhood in New York and like work with a new team or new castings, whatever. Like it always was like this like exciting thing. I'd wait for this email. And then at some point it started to be like dread. Like I started to hate uh-huh. that I didn't know what even <laughs> my next 24 hours was going to look like. And I couldn't plan anything. So like if a friend even asked, like, do you want to go to the movies on Friday? I'd be like, I'm not sure I can. I, I might get a job yeah. and I need to be free for my job. So being on call 24 seven, it was really hard in your late twenties. And like, I just didn't want to do that anymore. Dude, that's such a good point. I'm so glad you brought that up. Like I also, I had a very similar experience as a teen dude. I loved it. It was so exciting. I was like, thrilling. what am I going to do? Who am I going to work for tomorrow? Like, what am I going to do? And it was so just like exhilarating, dude, like just exciting. And then I started to find in my, I mean, I stopped modeling in my early twenties, but you know, I still, I think, dude, probably like, I grew up quite young, as in I became mm-hmm. quite independent quite young. So I started modeling when I was 16. Even like age 19, dude, like I'd have like a doctor's appointment or like a dentist appointment. If I yeah. get a job, I have to cancel Mm-mm. it. And I'm like, dude, but I need, like, I'm, I might need mm-hmm. that doctor's appointment. And you kind of lose your own life and your own independence and identity. And I, I mean, yes. I don't want to repeat ourselves, but it's like having to ask to go and dye my hair or like mm-hmm. you have to ask your agency or can I go and cut my hair? And it's like, dude, I don't want to do that when I'm in my twenties. Like I'm independent. I want to do what I want to want to, like, I just yeah. don't want to ask anyone. I'm not at school, you know? And that's like a B, which maybe I have in my bonnet is like, I really struggled at school. Like I, I wanted to be so independent. Yeah. I always had to ask teachers permission. I always had to ask right. to do things. So I think that's something that ended up bothering me. And I think I rebelled. That's why I was that girl mm-hmm. dude who would wear the leather, do my eyebrows, wear makeup. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was like in my own way, it was almost like a fuck you to anyone who was telling me what to do because I was like, I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not putting myself or you in danger. I just want to express myself. Like I just right. want to do what I want to do, you know? Right. And I think that's why, yeah, going into your twenties, like late twenties, thirties, you don't want to be told that you can't 
have, have a, a doctor's, doctor's appointment, appointment. <laughs> or go and see your family or uh-huh. have it like it's a family like it's your mum's birthday and you can't go because it's you've got a casting and this that's yeah. the worst one dude when it's just like a casting it's not even a right. job you don't even know right. if you're gonna book it but you still mm-hmm. might have to miss something really important and mm-hmm. that's just something which you know if your dream is modeling dude you just do it but i think you can hear that yeah it wasn't my dream because i wasn't I didn't really want to do it, dude. I was like, no, yeah. I want to be do this instead. Like, I want to go partying. I want to like look a bit of a state the morning after and not have to go to a casting. Like, I wanted to, to live well, my life. And that's life, what's dude. so funny about the modeling industry is I think so many of us get into it thinking like, this is we're going to be so free. This is the most independent thing, and it's not a desk job, and we're going to travel the world. And like, yeah, and you do, but you have zero freedom. Like, you actually have no freedom at all. And I remember not being able to schedule doctor's appointments and I was a cancer survivor and I had a lot of really important appointments that had to happen on that day and scans and whatever. And I remember I would just be like, that was the one thing where I was like, all right, I'm just going to schedule them because I had to do them like six months ahead of time. And then I would lie to my agency about like why I couldn't go to the casting that day. Or I would just try so hard to like get there earlier, find a way to make it Mm. work and not tell them I had all these doctor's appointments because you also have to like appear like healthy and well all the time, even if you're not. So there was just so many things Mm -hmm. that didn't um, line up with like the freedom that I thought it would be. And yet at the same time, I think of all like, you know, we've talked about being living in Milan and living in Paris. And we've talked about all these travels that were so freeing. So it's just this really like, you know, all or nothing, zero to a hundred. There's just like nothing in between. And like consistency is obviously not the way, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a hard one. I mean, like as a whole, I think we could both say, yeah, we'd recommend it, but these factors to consider you know and it's it it so depends on what you want from it like mm-hmm. do you want to go traveling and you have a model look dude if you want to go traveling and you've got a model look modeling is a great thing dude it's a great thing you're going to get signed in different countries you'll get paid to work in different countries and you're traveling at once it's amazing like my my sister did that with australia like she wanted to go travel she spent months in australia and she was modeling there Mm. and it meant that she was able to work meet people not be fit she went there by herself and she wanted to go by herself but it meant she also had a way of meeting people and yeah, dude, like she, she loves clothes. She loves fashion. It, it ticked all of her boxes. It depends yeah. on what your intention is. If your intention right. is you want security, happiness, ongoing money, um, control over your career. Like these things do not, in my experience, align with the modeling industry. Like no. that, that, it can be you're your not going to get it from that. Yeah. You're not going to get it, it can from be your modeling. Step you can there. get it a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And if and you I make think- your contacts, I, this was also a mistake I made. Tell me if you made the same one, but I remember there were certain jobs that I loved and there were certain designers that I worked maybe for like two, three weeks in a row with. And I just felt such a part of the team and it like, it fueled me. And then for some reason or, or other, I thought the job would continue or I would get it next season or something. And it just like didn't. And then I didn't have their contact information. My agency oh. did. So mm-hmm. I actually didn't even have a way to like follow up or be like, do you have an internship or like any way to kind of get back into that role? So it's also, you really have to be your, really your own advocate. And if you're thinking, okay, I'm going to want to turn this into something consistent or like be in the fashion world in a different role than just like model facing, you got to do that on your own. You got to get those numbers. You know, you know, what's interesting though, Alex is like, I remember I was super proactive with networking, Mm. but I do remember, I do remember a conversation 
very very early on in my modeling career i don't know who it was with it could have been my agency it could have been someone else i don't know but where you you weren't allowed to do that like I know. those brands it's frowned upon dude, those yeah and those brands like they but are not, look out for it, it's like almost but dude it's almost from what i remember it's con it's contractual is it contractual is that how you say contractual, contractual. that's a word yes it's <laughs> so they can't um it's like I, I know certain brands, it's like if they move the model moves agency, that brand can't work with that model for another six months or something until it's signed somewhere else. So I remember yeah. you have to be very careful as a model if you are getting those contacts. Be just be mindful because your agency might not be happy about it. If it's you a great end up point. Dude, it's like if you end up That's why um, I was so shy modeling, to do it. Dude, mm -hmm. if you model outside of your contract and you're signed they'll drop you like it's, oh, it's something which in two seconds so but th this is some of the stuff that people might not know yeah. who are listening so it's like true you have to be very mindful but yeah no dude on an adult like like right. conversation between you and you and i yeah dude get everyone's fucking contact like I speak know. to everyone i know like follow up uh -huh. after the job and be like it was so lovely to meet you look forward to like speaking in future so then if even yes. if you reach out to them in three years time you mm -hmm. already have like a chain of like mm -hmm. you have spoken before but it, it's hard when you're modeling i remember like it's so and when hard. you're young you're so dude. afraid you're gonna be dropped you're so afraid yeah and you're all young the time. as well dude i know you're like 18 year old amber am i gonna go up to like a 50 year old designer no. to be like can i have your number and ask for like, a job i'm scared no, dude <laughs> no you know i like, know but then that but girl it, five years later is gonna regret not doing it yeah so it's like yeah. we're talking Sometimes to like the younger version of ourselves yeah sometimes you just have balls and do it and know when it's right like you're you're so right to point that out of like there's a reason most girls don't do it and it's because your agency might feel some type of way about it so mm -hmm. feel the vibe if it's a job you had for a day that's probably not going to be a thing but if it's a job and you've been working on like i said for like two three weeks in a row and you get a rapport and you've been working hard and they like you and you show up on time like you still need to be really good at your job and if you feel that vibe then get those numbers because like yeah the job can end at any minute and you think you're comfortable in this role and like like we said the ups and downs you may never see them again and you want to keep yeah. that contact alive you know what's interesting as well i was about to be like at least get that instagram but the funny thing mm. with instagram is like instagram is better than nothing but the thing with instagram is everyone might get this this person's instagram it's not right. personal enough yeah so i i always feel like if anything agencies won't this is like sounding really snaky it's like how to go behind your agency's back like no not at all <laughs> but it's like you can get that instagram like everyone has each other's instagrams it doesn't it's not like a shouting thing as to i'm going mm -hmm. to work with this person behind your back but i think it's important if you can get the number it's more yeah. personal and it's more memorable you have to look memorable. out for yourself it sure. is i always kick it old school and ask for people's numbers i mean i know everyone just yeah. like gives each other instagram handles but since I've, i'm off instagram these days like yeah. the number is a it's more personal and like you get to actually speak to them or email or whatever and mm -hmm. clarification when i mean getting the number and like getting a job from them at some point i mean not a modeling job because like yeah then you will get cut and the modeling industry is so small and the fashion industry is so small in these like major cities you don't really want to piss people off like you can get blackballed so quickly so you have to be strategic and smart and do some things on the low but like look out for yourself because everyone else is looking out for themselves so look out for like your future self when like modeling might not um pan out as big as you thought it would or you are trying to pivot those contacts are everything
So you're kind of saying more into like working into a different part of yeah, like maybe into an the fashion industry. Or, I hear you. Yeah, intern that- or a magazine or editors or creative directors yeah. or photographers. There's a lot of models who are also photographers. There's you know mm-hmm. stylists like that you work with, and all of a sudden maybe you want to be that person's intern. Like ask for those opportunities, and if you're good at what you do as a model, like that actually takes a lot of composure and like if you work well with them like they're gonna want you in the room in other capacities i totally agree i totally agree is there anything else i'm mindful we're gonna be wrapping up now is there anything else which you kind of want to say i'm just i just want to reiterate that we totally recommend it and even though i think there's a lot of things that we're like so cautious about and a lot of the downsides that we talk about but i still wouldn't take back any of my experiences in modeling they've completely shaped who i am and like the girls that I've met and the people that I've worked with, it's been like truly like a highlight of my life, despite the difficulties that came with it. So highly recommend. Nice. I'd say as well, like I've, I've had so many wonderful experiences and I'm so unbelievably thankful for all of them, the good and the challenging. And yeah, I think just the only thing I'd say the most important thing is, is if you're entering, just make sure you're at a place where you feel pretty secure in yourself just it doesn't it might be different ages for every person but that's the most important thing which i would say but yeah guys thank you so much for listening i really really hope you enjoyed this episode i've really enjoyed doing the season alex and we were excited to do this one um and yeah so our next season i'm not gonna say yet what it is but we have got it all planned and we're so so excited it's Um, gonna be really fun it's going to be amazing. So we can't wait to see you in the next one. And yeah, please like subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And yeah, we're sending you lots and lots of love. We'll see you in the next one. Bye angels.